All right, welcome everybody to our uh, chiropractic philosophy group. And uh, we're on the second chapter of D.D. Palmer's 1914 book, The Chiropractor. The chapter is on page 13, Chiropractic, a Science and Art and the Philosophy Thereof. And uh, that's a pretty cool uh, uh, chapter heading, if you ask me. Before we start, I just want to give some accolades to Carol Crystal, who won the PHC Award at, uh, at, from New Beginnings, which is truly amazing. And uh, I'm really, I'm so proud of you. I'm like, I'm so excited. I mean, that's just, oh, that's we cool. So happy. That is awesome. So oh, wait, here's Steven. And uh, if you guys don't mind, how about Sura and, uh, and, um, and uh, Brian, can I make you admin or co-hosts? Sure. And if you see somebody pop on, just admit them, okay? Because when I'm reading, I can't see it, if that's all right. Hi, Steven. Oh, bro, what's up? You are. <laughs> right. There he is. All right, does that, anybody have anything they want to go over before I start this, uh, this chapter? I'm going to read small bits. And Alan asked what, if there were any rules. And I feel like sort of going like self-centered rules, um, not necessarily rules, let's say, call them suggestions. And uh, we like to keep you know, a couple of minutes, two or three minutes for our, our, you know, elaborations or whatever we'd like to, you know, express, um, kind of loosen that, but, you know, we really want to get our point across, but, uh, it's not very strict. Like we are a little more self-centered, but, uh, how does that sound for everybody? Okay. So here we go. Chiropractic, a science and art and the philosophy thereof. It has been said that science is a stranger to and no wise account for the peculiar content of this book. Oh, oh excuse me, the book of life, excuse me. Uh, medical men have never been able to harmonize the science of medicine with organic function in health and disease. Science is the, is the registered mental account of our surroundings. It is common sense. We desire to know things as they are. Chiro chiropractic embraces the science of life, the knowledge of how organisms act in health and disease. Also, the art of adjusting the neuroskeleton. Anybody have any comments there or should I keep going? Keep going. Okay. An organism is an organized body, uh, such as known as the living economy. The regulation of the parts of the organic whole, the, the aggregate of the parts and laws governing an organism, ecology or, or bio, uh, bionomics is the branch of biology which deals with the mutual relations between organism and their environment, the effect which our surroundings has intelligence. Bionomics forces forces Bionomic forces are those external forces other than vital forces, which influence the changes, uh, cha influence the changes incident to the development of life. Bionomy is the law of life, the science which treats the laws regulating the vital function. A bio, bio biologus, biologus um, is the living and intelligent power displayed in organic activities. 
bioenergy, bioenergy um, is the life force, the force that ex uh, excised in living organisms. An organism is any individual animal or plant. Any living being is an, an, or is an organism. The collective parts which com uh, compose an organized body together with the laws which govern their action constitutes an organism. An individual so con uh, constituted that it may carry on the activities of life by means of the organ organs, which although differing in function, yet are mutual, excuse me, mutually dependent upon each other for the individual acts in an organism. An organized body endows, endowed with separate existence, which vital act, whose vital acts depend upon aggregation of organs, constitutes an organism. Science of chiropractic has led to the creation of the art of vertebral adjusting. The philosophy of chiropractic, the science and art in parentheses, consists of the, the reasoning for the principles which have led up to, up to and were for a vertebral subluxation. Vertebra, excuse me, vertebral adjusting. Science refers to that which is to be known, art to that which is to be done. Philosophy gives reason why of the method and the way in which it is performed, to be performed. Science is composed of principles which coincide with the mental and physical facts. I have systemized the principles of biology, thereby creating a science. The theory of chiropractic embraces the speculative principles upon which the art of vertebral adjusting is based. The study of chiropractic includes the consideration of the three divisions, vis-a-vis -vis the science, art, and philosophy of the two just mentioned. Okay. Does anything, anybody have anything there? I'll keep going. What page are you on, bro? 14. Gotcha. There was something. Here's my note. Um, I'm, I lost it. <laughs> I'm just going to go a little bit because he just, each chapter hey, kind on. of starts this way and then starts getting into the meaty yeah, stuff. Yeah. Chiropractic has been a science to be, must be specific. In order to be scientific, it must contain the knowledge of the principles and facts of biology, reduced to an unwavering law and embodied into a system where science ends faith. When science ends, faith begins. To know the science of chiropractic is to have knowledge of the principles which compose it. The ability, the ability to put that knowledge into practice is chiropractic art. Knowledge into practice, yeah. Knowledge embraces all that we know for whatever source derived or obtained or by wherever process acquired. It is the aggregate of facts, truths, and principles obtained and retained by the mind or spirit through reason, objective perception, derived from the use of the external sense or, or of intuition, subjective, subjective uh, immediate knowing of their inter-animating -animate, intelligence. Read that last part again, bro, because that was heavy, I think. It was. There was a lot there. Okay. Knowledge. 
Knowledge embraces all that we know from whatever source derived or obtained or by whatever process acquired. It is the aggregate of facts, truths, principles obtained and retained by the mind or spirit through reason, objective perception, derived from the use of the external senses or of intuition, subjective immediate knowing of the inner animating intelligence. Beyond the region of knowledge is that of non-science, lack of knowledge or nonsense, lack of knowledge, a deficiency of knowledge, knowledge, uh, knowledgeableness. Science is founded upon facts, while nonsense dis- decreases as knowledge increases. The knowable is, dis- is diminished. Anybody have anything there? It's a little dry, I understand. I'll keep going. No, it's, that, that's a very, that thing about the, the difference between science and knowledge is, is significant and we need to pay attention to that as we talk about philosophy because he talks about science uh, based on, on, on derivative laws, but then he talks about knowledge as the aggregate of facts, truths, and principles obtained and retained by the mind or spirit through reason, objective perception derived from use of sense of external senses. Okay, that's your eyes, ears, nose, and things like that. Or through intuition, subjective, immediate knowledge, knowing of the inner animating intelligence. That's that it, that it's more than just knowing something that you learn in a book. It's something that you sense intuitively. Is part of is part of knowledge, and that's and that takes what we do to a whole different level in my mind. Now, I would even call that wisdom. If it's something you feel, it becomes you and it seems like it's so logical, maybe that's a definition of wisdom. Anybody else? That's good. Well, I think there's something unique to chiropractic. And I believe George Shears who uh, Bill Bain's uncle, I think, he wrote about since Thales. Uh, back then, Thales had it united. And what was united was, was uh, science and religion were intimately connected. Uh, uh, there was the expression of the non-material the unity, the blending of the non-material with the material, the scientific facts along with the knowing of through intuition. Uh, And this is what is completely what chiropractic is. And we are not to go to science, be just science, nor are we to just go to religion, but we are the missing link between both knowledge and intuition okay yeah well that's it and and that sort of goes with the vitalistic type philosophy and which is what many native cultures had uh, where you have the shaman was the scientist and the and the and the healer that's right 
And it was so it was united. It was Descartes that separated it, and the physicians got the body, and the church got the spirit. There it is. And it's and, split it apart. And I'll tell and that's you, where we live today in the West. And <laughs> up until recently, I accepted through osmosis from the spiritual community that there is this consciousness that is apart from the body. And when my body leaves, it goes back over there. And we discussed this earlier in that there is no over there. There is no other. There is consciousness and the body. This is life right now. The phenomenon, the miracle of life is the expression of one with through the other. And I love that. And, and, and it, that's heavy duty. Do you know what I mean? Yes. The, it, it, it's, it, it's too easy to go too far afield here. I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> well, you know, that's a lot of times we are spending our days and thinking in the spirit realm as being separate from us and being this material world, if, you know, as being separate from the spiritual world. And right we're on. all one. We're, it's all one thing. And I, I, Pasquale even said at times at Self Center that you need the material. The spiritual needs the material. And he, he, getting the bellyache. I think we've all sort of been that when we're in the spiritual more than we are in the earthly. I'll be right back. I'm going to read you something from, well, it was, I'll be right back. Go ahead. The, the, the spiritual you know when you get to that then the spirit is that we all have the same spirit within each of us and i heard a funny expression about it the other day so somebody said that we're all just the spirit in drag we're all each of us is the same spirit just wearing different clothes if you will and or different a different body at the time the tree is a different body the grass is a different body but it's all the same experience being had and we all share with our spirit is the same spirit shared with 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 all with all things and i believe it's the danes the um the or the james um what they you know about even walking on grass or you know, eating a plant, you're still eating that the life of God, that spiritual energy is, uh, you know, it's, it's in all things. And we're almost eating a part of ourselves and replenishing it. I don't know their whole philosophy, but I've had someone explain it to me one time that, you know, everything has that God energy, just like you're talking about what we call innate in chiropractic or spirit. And I think one thing that we're really talking about, too, is some people in the, that being grounded some of the, the, the most conscious spiritual people I've ever met were also very grounded people. And I consider that even like our mentors like Pasquale and other ones we've had that were very spiritual, but are also very grounded in their own, their own self and self center or uh, in knowing who they are. Bigness of the fellow within. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the part that is, are we divisible? And yeah. It just so happens that in April of 1949, I was born, and that's where this was quoted. And then it, <laughs> here it is. When men teach that, all right, there is not so much to learn as there is to unlearn about what has been taught heretofore about innate and its living body. When men teach that there is light without electricity, 
and it is believed by the mass when it is not true in reality. When others teach it, there is light without a globe, and it is believed by the mass when it is not true in reality. When both groups believe those theories and the masses follow those beliefs and educationally and legally hang on tenaciously to the theories each group propounds to sustain their impossibilities, then there is much to unlearn. There is not much to learn because anything that is, is, and all that is needed is common sense observation of what is before us that we see and know is true. <clears throat> Chiropractic for the first time since Thales studies living man as a unity of innate intelligence and his body. Freaking A, right guys? <laughs> Amazing stuff. I yep. find it. I find it so. Uh, it's a break from what I've. You know that I went over to India and I taught yoga and and I've done science of mind and I've done Christian science and the whole idea with them and and the course in miracles. Oftentimes it says there's the body, and then there's the mind. And one just dies. It's an illusion. It's, it's, and it's not true. And 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 to me, we don't need to jump to conclusions because it's spiritual and it's comfortable. We don't freaking know what happens when we die. That's a mystery. But what we do know is, we can have joy. We can have unity. We can have happiness. Right now while we are alive in this body and you know die and find out is basically it in in my opinion <clears throat> i'm not preaching to you guys <laughs> basically this is what we got right now <clears throat> when you start talking about consciousness can exist without the body that's a theory what I was thinking of when you were reading that section was in quantum physics. He's basically explaining quantum physics. You're going to get the, I thought of two things of Plato's allegory of the cave. What you believe is your perception and people fighting for their own reality and doing an experiment. The, the outcome of an experiment or, or, a, or an activity is based on the expectations of the observers. Yeah. The observer. So if, yeah, if all is that, if I only see heads of these coins, I'm going to get more heads when I'm flipping coins. Same thing even with an adjustment. I expect to see, if I look at a short leg, I, I usually see right legs because that's what I, I expect to see. And sometimes I'll even test, play with it myself, and I say, oh, I'm going to see short legs today, left legs. And I see short left legs instead of right legs. And I, even thinking about a C1 or whatever it might be, the outcome of the, the our energetic observation and, you know, fighting for what we believe in, but it, is it true for anyone else besides us outside of the observer? Because I'm just the observer. My spirit is the observer through this body. That's so right. what's right for me is the most important thing. I don't have to worry about you. No, you got to only stick with your experience. That's sincerity. That's right. self-honesty. 
Yeah. Good stuff, guys. Anything else? Anyone else? All right, should I move forward? Sure. Beyond the reason of knowledge, the region of knowledge is that of nonsense, lack of knowledge, a deficiency of knowledge. I said that. Principles of chiropractic science were not developed or evolved from any other method. They were derived, discovered as pre-existing elements and formulated into a system. The principles which compose the science of chiropractic are as old as the vertebrata. I think that's important right there. We know chiropractic as a science, we must, be, excuse me, we must become familiar with its principles. We must make it scientific. To know it as an art is to make it specific. Make use of the knowledge which composes the science. A chiropractor is one who has knowledge of the science and art of chiropractic. One, uh, one who is capable of performing the art of adjusting vertebra, he should also comprehend the philosophy of, of the science and art, the reason, uh, the philosophy of the science and art, the reasons for his doing. Science is the know-how. The art is the doing. The philosophy consists of the reasons why a phenomena, as explained by a knowledge of the powers and laws which govern them. The science of chiropractic embraces the principles and demonstrates facts of biology. The science of, dynamic, of dynamics includes the principles and facts, and facts of machinery. All right, anybody have any input on that? I'm just wondering, do you guys think that when he was talking about specificity, do you think he was talking about the line of drive and the correction? Or was he talking about the specific specificity of what we are? Personally, I'm much more inclined to part the, the B part of what you say there. Um, being, being specific as a chiropractor, knowing your philosophy, knowing what you do, knowing that you know that you know. I think, it, and I've thought that since the very beginning, a lot of techniques have taken that one thing and ran with it. Um, but I, I tend to feel the way, uh, the second part of what you said, I don't know how you feel, but that's Tempted. what I'm going. I was in upper cervical specific with the inline x-rays and everything. And uh, I'm less and less like that. And I'm more specifically about the why and the, and rather than the how. You know, and, and, and the specific of, of knowing who you are as a chiropractor and stepping up to that table. And I think that's why there is a difference between someone, Brian talked about the 10 years, of someone just brand new out of school and jumping in on, jumping on people is different than someone that's been practicing or a little more seasoned in, in, in service. Well, the question is, where does confidence in what you do come from? I mean, it could come from ego in the beginning, from, from something like that. No, I'm saying, could the confidence be in the line of drive based on the specificity 
or is the confidence in innate takes the vibration, the concussion, of course, and makes the correction. I'm more into B now, but I was into A earlier on. Which is educated. You know what it is? It's probably when you're learning, uh, if you're a piano player and you're learning the structure of the composition, you're very much into the, the, you know, the notes. But once you got it, then you can really then do the art. Well, this, this goes to something we were talked about earlier, right? It's just to, to know the art is to, make, is to make it specific, make use of the knowledge which composes the science. So the knowledge we talked about before is partially intuitive. So the, and if, when you're dwelling on the, line, the perfect measured line of drive, that you, the mechanics, which we're going to get to in a minute here, then that's, that may be scientifically true, but is it, but as you, as in my experience over, over my 33 years of practice was that over time, I learned to, to find what a line of drive, but then find, I could feel where there was a sense of this is the direction it needs to be. And yeah, it's close to what that, what, what might've been measured, but this is what it is. You know, and you know, that's, also, also that's intuitive. Yeah. That's, that's so it's partially scientific, but part as far as hardcore science, measurable science, but partially it's an intuitive component to it. What I love about Donnie Epstein's uh, approach, he says, "Go where you're invited." So you yes. might have you might have a right atlas, but you can't go in there because it's too guarded. What are we going to go in with that real specific toggle? you got to be so how do you know where you're in where that spine is is not guarded so that's where we got to get into the art or the listening the intuition hey, I, well when you talk about donnie you see things you know i know i i would see things uh and still when i adjust people now i you sometimes you adjust them and if you stand back and watch another part of the body reacts you know, I, I, um, I was adjusting a friend of mine the other day, another chiropractor, and adjusted his atlas and stood back and his hips just started to rock like this immediately as soon as I adjusted the upper cervical spine. His body had gone on to make another, uh, to do some other process. You know, you know the doing, doing NSA, it's just when you allow the body to work, the body works and does what it needs to do. Yeah. The other day, I did a post check on a patient, and it didn't look right. And I, I had done all I could, and I basically said, you're better, when I didn't really believe it. <laughs> and then it was bad. It's, right now, it's like I'm thinking the next time I see her, if there is a next, I hope there is a next time. But that, that was a uh, override of my ego thinking, oh, she oh, she needs to hear me say that. But she needs to hear me say it when I believe it. That's the difference. Yeah. But anyway, I may be getting off track here. Well, I mean, think about this too. Maybe her body was saying today's not the day. 
and it was the best thing for her to be done. What would you do? Keep adjusting her until it was what you think or educated thinks. Thanks, Hank. That's nice. <laughs> I'll sleep better tonight. Good. I, that's what my intention was. Anybody else? I'll say something. Go ahead. Steven, I heard you talk about confidence. And for me, it just comes from surrender. Yeah, all the same, when you surrender to God, God takes over your schedule. And that's what I do when I serve people. And one of the other points is a guy named Stanley Alpert. He's a chiropractor, an old-timer. He graduated in 1951. He passed away recently at the age of 90. And I, I knew him very well. And uh, he used to always say, it drove him crazy about all the chiropractors. Were, they would divide it up. Chiropractic this, chiropractic that. And he says, once you start dividing chiropractic like that, you lose the essence of chiropractic. What do you mean dividing? I don't know what you mean. Uh, you know, it's a chiropractic for kids, chiropractic for old people, chiropractic this, chiropractic that. And he, he said he had nothing. He, he, he took care of everyone, but he felt when they just want to specify one thing, they're losing the essence that it's what it was. Like with, uh, I don't want to be critical of people who like their techniques, but techniques became their God. And they lost yeah. the chiropractic. And they still help people. And D.D. Palmer said it. He really wanted to know is what is life. And he said he answered it. It's in the book somewhere. And serving people, I make sure I have to know that that person is ready for that at that moment because it's really their consciousness rising because we have the conditions of heaven right here. I don't have to go anywhere. It's right here to what you were saying earlier, Stephen. So I want condition of heaven here, and chiropractic helps me do that. And I believe I can help people do that without ever telling them that. You know, the word years ago when I, I did the, one of the initial chiropractic pediatric seminars with, with Larry Webster and, and Eddie Cohen, and they brought in, we had, uh, it, was, it was like a parade of stars would come in and do these once a, once a month for us. And, and Fred Barge was there for one of them. And what he talked about what you were just talking about and said, you know, pediatrics for kids is just adjusting kids. Yeah. It's no different. The, ch the chiropractic for children is the same as chiropractic for adults. It's just you find, the, you find where the interference is. You may be using a lighter force. But you're doing you're doing the same thing, and sometimes with adults you need more force or less force. It's, you got to know when to put in more and when to put in less, when what they can accept at that moment, as you were saying. But Fred, Doctor Barge said the same thing. It's all the same, and and we divide it up and make it more medical, is what it does. You know, it's it allows for educated brain to take over instead of innate brain. And then, <laughs> and then Fred Barge would always say, "Enough said." Enough said. That's exactly right. And the word confidence is to confide in. Confide mm. in what? In our self with a capital S. And that's where the confidence comes in, in confiding with in a. I can't get it anywhere else because let me tell you something, you guys. I was a technique fanatic. And I finally <laughs> went down to John Grostick's office and he had you he was using my shaky x-ray that I got rid of when I'd started to do the 
the work with an L frame this, within a 64th of an inch, the master himself had a shaky unit. <clears throat> and I was shown by circumstances in school. We learned that Logan Basic, the anterior inferior sacrum is the only way it goes, according to Logan. And then we had to take Gonstead and he was saying it goes posterior. And I was going, so for years, I had this doubt or didn't practice with, you know, it was like, what's the truth? And, and, and the truth is in what you said is that it's in that confidence comes from confiding with God. You know, I remember you told, told that story. We talked about it at, uh, in Sarasota. We were all sitting at the table at the Columbia in uh, Sarasota, Stephen. And ever since then, I've you mean you that story. About it? Well, you told me that story. You told us all at the table. Vital. It was vital. And it is very important, especially in technique, because a master has the hand. He has the spirit. But to teach something, he has to be, or she, has to put it into words, write it down on a paper, and show someone, follow this. And then I think of the, some, what J. Clay Thompson said, My tech, this makes a bad chiropractor better, and a good chiropractor great. So, you know, you follow this, whether you have these skills or your natural acumen to be able to serve someone, or, you know, you start getting your chops by following someone else, what their plan is. The master listen, already has it. We don't want to be talking like this to young students in technique because the other thing is there was a guy at a, in the 50 something bragging at a convention of, of his great results. And it turned out he, was, he brought his x-rays and he was reading them backwards. Back he was adjusting atlases on the left where he should have been. Somebody said, doctor, you have the label on the... And then there's the, there's the story of BJ's contact with x-rays. His pisiform was down around C3 or C4. And you guys mentioned that it was D4 that was uh, the first, or D3 that was D4. the first. Marby Lillard. So... Isn't it wonderful that we can talk like this? And it's not bad. And it's not necessarily bad for the for students to hear some of this either. You know, and, you, and, and what somebody said earlier was, you know, where does it start? You know, and maybe, and I've, I've been studying Tai Chi recently. I only I'm just recently started about a year or so ago. And it's the instructor talks about, you know, you learn the form, you learn these postures and we go through these very technical, your foot goes here, your arm goes there. And now, and once you start to learn it, then you go, then you develop where it needs to be. And you have to learn to feel where your posture shifts and where your weight shifts and when to release and when to move. And, and it becomes something other. And eventually over time, I should live so long, halavai in Yiddish, you should, that, that it becomes the, the, Doing Tai Chi can become a meditation in the process, but it's a but it, it, for so technique in in chiropractic technique is is it to me is analogous to that. You learn this is that's how they teach activator. This is this you, you see this you do that you see this you do that you see this you do that. But then later on, 
the instructor, one of the advanced instructors told, said to us one day, yeah, well, it says that, but then you got to find where you need to do it. It puts you in the right neighborhood, you know? <laughs> and, and, but that's, that goes back to learning to trust the intuitive and your connection with the intuitive and the patient and that innate to innate connection that allows the adjustment with that something special, that's something extra. Dr. Sid once said, <laughs> if it, sometimes his pisiform, if he makes a contact on the right side and it needs to go rather than ASR, it, it's ASL, he says his pisiform will suck it towards him. <laughs> right. We also said, you know, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't clear him out on the left side, flip him over and hit him on the right. And he did that a lot of times. <laughs> Anybody else? I what wish I was. Go ahead, Steve. Wish I were more, you know, all those years where I struggled over technique. Uh, I wish I knew what I know now because uh, although it was perfect then, but, you know, learning process. It was perfect then. You just said it. Hindsight is twenty. And now what's perfect is what's perfect now. <laughs> yeah, because there was a guy, Dr. Lipset. Remember him? Upper cervical guy. He, he was like 94, still practicing. He was a Sherman guy. He told me that innate will send me, God will send me all the patients that I can help. So, and I accepted that. Yeah. I wanted to say that when I met Brian, the first time I adjusted him, he told me, he's like, you're adjusting from technique. He's like, you have to go beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you know, Pasquale says you have to ask your spiritual friends. So now in the morning before I adjust, I call on my spiritual friends. I call on D.D. Palmer. I call on Jesus and Mary and, and, um, and all the pa the power of all the masters of chiropractic living and deceased and and I asked that it be delivered through me and I asked to be shown exactly what the person needs and um, sometimes either maybe my third eye will open and they'll show me or I'll hear something or I'll feel something that that I know came from the spiritual world, you know, that that did not come from a technique. And that's when I'm like, oh my God, that, you know, that's when I really see like the power of chiropractic. So that's the confidence, you know, and I'm not at the point, I'll just be honest that it happens every single time. I'm really grateful for what it happens. You know, and I, I continue to work on myself so that um, that happens. And, um, and then I just want to say like, you know, they're calling it like embodied consciousness now, like that's like the trendy term, you know, but how you were saying, Hey, like, like some, some spiritual people are really grounded, but some people are really in their body, but they're not connected to the spirit. And then some people are really, you know, into the spirit, but they're not connected to their body. So, I mean... I don't, I think we just, it's beyond the technique. How do we connect both? You know, it, it really comes from the heart and um, out of the mental and, and following the spiritual friends. That's perfect. And you, what you're doing is exactly right. And you need to just, when you have those experiences, you anchor to them and accept them and see them 
and the more you accept them and 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 realize them as the reality which you already do the more you'll receive them you follow that that makes sense okay (laughs) and also though not to be chasing after the the acid trip experiences (laughs) to be okay with i mean because i think god pulses i think love pulses and sometimes it's it's more more like hidden and then it's like a whoa, whoa. and so whatever wherever you're at it's that whole idea of acceptance but you know what i've been thinking about lately it's my patient verified it in each cell nucleus there's six feet of genetic of dna if you straighten it out in a straight line and if you and now, if you put it all in one straight line, it would go from the sun to the Pluto and back. The solar system, the dynamometer of our solar system times two is the, is the length of this DNA. Now, what is this DNA? Remember that guy Stanley talked about permanent impairment? Well, everything's permanent to a degree. Even this conversation is permanent because it's making an impression and the dna records this stuff and everything from the big bang if there ever was just one who knows we have within us this infinite library of information that when we are able to relax and breathe right with the whatever technique you use but relax and receive because think of the potential of the diameter i mean yeah i mean damn from here from the sun to pluto and back is in our bodies with information you talk about internet 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 it's amazing and that's what we are and even as we become more stressed, that coil of that DNA strand, our genes gets tighter. Ah. And less information can be received or recorded. Wow. So the more we're at ease, that unbinds itself. So we can be more dynamic in our function. And that's truly amazing. And I, I feel, I mean, there are no mistakes. That's not by mistake because that's all we can handle if we're in this state. But if we're in the state of consciousness, we're a state of ease, we're grounded between heaven and earth, then that information system is free to be able to, just like a, a, a disc and a hard drive, it's, there's too much, it has to skip around. But if it's at ease and it's everything's put in the right place, we're able to function at a higher level. That's why really getting out of those high tense, stressful lifestyle or life, getting off the fast track. Let's put it that way. Getting off the fast track. How much did we hear that, Brian? Million times. Million times. And you know, what hel- what's what been helping me lately, you know, that, that, the latest polyvagal theory, it's the, it's the vagal nerve, the parasympathetics. The reason you chant OM or you sing in church, but if you can exhale slowly, 
You take a breath in and you exhale. Ah. It gets your gene, your DNA a lot less bound up and you can access. And, and breathing is so important when I give an adjustment. I watch them breathe. You know, you go to that pause area and you, you tell the patients, just breathe. And that's what I, I think that's very important. I wonder if the chiropractic schools in the future are going to be teaching things like what we're talking about here. I wonder if DD and BJ tried to get his people because he went over to India and he studied with, you know, all kinds of different, different religion and indigenous people. I wonder if he really tried to pass on uh, doing this because I think it's important in schools for people to learn how to access self. You know, is self-actualization part of a curriculum for personally for me, it was the process of going through school that helped me know myself. Like I truly enjoyed school where it was hard. I didn't love it. But it, it, I, I transformed myself through school. Really? Oh, yeah. And I remember the, the first, school? huh? Chiropractic school? Chiropractic school. We were, in a, we were in a hub. I tell you, though, I'm still friends with people in my class. You know, we had a, we had a very homogenous group of people at Life University back then. And uh, we were right at the end of the heyday, really, of, of Life University. You're not talking about the educational part. You're talking about your innate connection with your people. Correct. Oh, me too. I thought you were talking about... But I think that's, that's what comes out of the school. I don't know if it's necessarily, necessarily a curriculum thing. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. that's where that self-actualization comes from because you start seeing magic. I started seeing like, oh my gosh, wow. This world is, ma people are magical. There's amazing things around me. I think that's what I got mostly out of there. Whether I, you know, I, you know if I can understand the Southern accents or not. But I got a lot from the people that I was with, I think. Uh, to me too. I'm, I'm afraid that the schools have become more mechanistic over time. That there's the less, have it. Less, of this, less of what we're reading in the books. Oh, that's for sure. What's, I'm sorry? That's for sure. And the CCE made sure you're not allowed to talk about spirit. You're, they're, you're, that is, they've made it a rule. It is a destructive force. It's not a creative force. It's destructive. You're absolutely right about that. Yep. Well, that's the purpose of me and the sage elders. We're going to be doing once a month uh, calls. And, and you got these heavy-duty guys that are all into what we're talking about. All of us have practiced over 40 years. There's Jay Comerick and Ken Harris, who taught me in school, and uh, Bob DeBonis, Mo from uh, Canada, you know, Dr. Mo, Monique Andrews, all these heavy duty folks, for some reason they, they got me because I guess I, I'm not that famous, but these guys are like, <laughs> these guys are really like amazing. And, and, but the thing about us is that we're all love. We're doing what we're doing right here now, us six. And because we need, the, the profession needs this. 
I agree. Yeah, uh, he, he didn't say it. There's a Facebook page for that for that group, and he, and there's stuff posted all the time. It's a great page. Yeah, well, we're going to be posting. Good, uh, tune into it because we're going to be posting our seminars. I don't want to charge any money, but <clears throat> one of the guys thinks we should, only because worth. I don't believe worth has anything to do with charging money. If you don't charge them money, they're not going to worth it. I, I don't. I don't buy that. But I'm. I'm. I'm kind of being. I don't know. What do you guys think of that? Well, that's a question for yourself, you know, about people giving value to something that they get for free. It depends on the person. That's uh, right. You know, the, the other thing is, what do you value yourself? Is it worth, you know, getting your plane ticket paid for and your expenses, you know? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really up to you in the individual, what you feel is right. I was kind of getting off track, but. Well, you know, we're, we're about at the end of the time now. And, uh, you know, we're, do we want to read this whole book? Um, we can talk about that for a moment. The book, there's a lot. And once we get sort of past these couple of chapters, um, the, the inflammation and all that type of stuff, um, I was just asked by a group of Brazilian chiropractors to help. Um, we're going to translate Stevenson's. I already translated this book. And I translated D.D. B.J. Palmer's uh, volume 33 because it's volume 33 and it's a really good book. That one and this one into Portuguese and Spanish. I've already done that. And now we're going to do um, Stevenson's textbook. I think you should. You've read this through. And, and I think you should decide. I trust that you can find the meat and 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 guide us and, and read what what is meaty for you is probably meaty for all of us well the, the the next couple of chapters are pretty good i haven't i haven't read them so thoroughly in the past year um but i was deep involved with this book for so long when we we're getting the audio done for it in mp3 um so it, there is a lot through here and i'm not saying we need to skip it the first chapter is the most controversial and it was very important that i think we did that and I like so many people have sent me messages. They've watched it on YouTube and watched it all over the place in multiple languages. And uh, they got a lot out of this, this stuff because of so many people. They were able to have a conscious conversation about the spiritual content of chiropractic, what DD may have meant from religion, where they felt trapped being Christian and themselves and other things that uh or other religions and we we've we've affected the world right now and now some other people in spanish have released their books of these um and i hope maybe we i, I say we might have been influenced doesn't matter if we were or not but now some people are releasing some more things in other languages which is good um so i think we stick with this for now till we go a little bit farther and uh i'll read along again and, and just see what's going on and what we want to do but uh, anybody have anything else? I'll say one thing. That <clears throat> there's an old saying, <clears throat> people don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. And I'd like for chiropractors, instead of running their mouths all the time, showing how smart they are, just serve the person and shut your mouth. And that person will know that you love them. And that will help them love themselves. That's all I have to Thank say. Thank you. Well, that's the most practical thing we can do. That's awesome. Thank you.
And, you know, I need to shut up a little bit. Wood Pasquale used to tell, tell me, he's like, you talk too much. <laughs> you think too much. And then think too much for sure. Well, this, for me, this keeps me from thinking so much because I've always was, you know, I'm thinking about the philosophy. I'm thinking about chiropractic. How can we serve people better? And uh, that's what I'd ask our friend Nancy all the time. How can I serve people better? I know and, what I wanted to share. Go, go ahead. ahead. Now finish. It's a pattern interrupt when you give an adjustment too. You know, patients come in and when you do the, uh, when you do the uh, adjustment and then you're steeped in the love, that's a real, that's a powerful thing. The hands-on, the loving, and it's a pattern interrupt from their stressful groove. That's yeah. all. Yep. Your phone was the, 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 uh, the, the, uh, the, what do you call it? Example of that just now, which was pretty cool. It, it cuts your pattern. You're focused on something and really making those changes in people. You know, we do the same thing with our children of changing a pattern. You give them a hug, just hold a moment and changing their pattern from maybe something that was destructive to something that was creative. I was yeah. very much in a pattern work. That's when you would adjust. When somebody was in pattern, right. when they were stuck in the groove, there was no adaptation. Then you go in and change the pattern. So what we do is pattern interrupt with love. With being. Good. All right, guys and girls. Um, so anybody have anything else? Where's Bob, Carol? There's Bob. I miss his feedback. There you go. Hey, Bob, quit being a slacker, man. You need to be. Hey, hey. He's out I have a dissenting view that I don't want to share because I, everything's been going so nice here. No, man, you, you need to be talking, bro. All right, well, I'm going to read a quote out of the 1910 book for a second here. This is Didi's account of the first adjustment. I'm just going to skip to this. To this part here there was nothing accidental about this as it was accomplished with an objective in view and the result expected was obtained there was nothing crude about this adjustment it was specific so much so that no chiropractor has equaled it so he did also have that whole thinking about specificity with the adjustment he may very well have also had it to do with the, our spiritual understanding. You know, I, I wouldn't say that everything has to be reduced down to one thing. But uh, I do know, I, and I remember Pasquale, speaking of Pasquale, he used to say, Didi was the first one to start dividing us up with techniques, you know? And he didn't like us being divided up with techniques. Which uh, brings me to a cool story that I'll tell real quick about that. He said we used, they used to come and bring their cases, and uh, and one guy was a 12th dorsal man. So he'd come in and he'd say, I adjusted the 12th dorsal, and this guy healed, and that guy healed. And uh, Pasquale raises his hand and asks the guy, what happens if they're not subluxated at the 12th dorsal? And the guy said, they're all subluxated at the 12th dorsal. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like – yeah, we could talk about specificity, but 
somebody else would have done it on the upper cervical and somebody else did it at the 12th dorsal. There's a lot more there than that. You know, there's a lot of intent behind what we do, I suppose. That's it. That says it all right there, if you ask me. <laughs> hey, that woman touched, that touched Jesus's robe and he said, you're healed. That was freaking specific. Yeah, that was pretty good stuff. All right. Anybody else or we're going to end it for tonight? Hey, I want to ask you something, hey. Yeah. How do you say lie on your back in Vietnamese? Nam What is it? That's good. You're a genius. Oh, I'm good. And Nam Ni is on the side. Oh, yeah, man. I got all the languages. I got them all. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. I love and appreciate you all. Tonight was good. I appreciate it. Good night.